splinters. There you go. Chris? Sorry, Ethan. Why? Welcome to the Fan Freaks Podcast number 91. You're listening to the show where we freak out about our favorite movies, games, comics, and any media in between. This is George the Bone King speaking, and I'm joined by... Agent the Masterful Dude of Dudiness, the face that rents the place, the host with the most and the most grandiose co-hosts. <laughs> it is I, Doc James, Dr. Rude Ramos, M.D., you beat me to it that time, and you almost beat the shit out of that I was about light. to say, fuck this umbrella in particular. Destroyer of umbrellas that provide That's light. That's right. That's but, right, George. Speaking of I um, am the destroyer of umbrellas. Speaking of umbrellas, we've got a very, oh, very what a good segue. special, uh-huh. special episode today. We are doing our fan freak special of Resident Evil Village. Do you mind if and I... And not only, and not is, this isn't episode 91. Oh, this no. This is episode 91 a scenario a uh-huh. <laughs> sure do you get the reference <laughs> for those of you who have not played the game worry not this episode is spoiler free and is part one of a two-part episode mm-hmm, mm-hmm. we're going to go into some basic gameplay and our overall feelings of the game so if you haven't played it you're safe here <laughs> however if you want our in-depth coverage of the game uh-huh. make sure you tune into part b of this episode where we really take our deep dive into resident evil 8 right we're already past the spoiler alert and we can go real real deep in it so you just the villain wants you to know you are safe here that's right okay it's not a trap it's not a trap it's not a trap <laughs> ethan just go on ahead but uh doctor oh, i'm sorry the dude i see you got the uh premise for us all lined up yeah i uh i actually wrote this while oh, we my. were commiserating you're s- what you're gonna write th- oh, okay go for it go for it resident evil 8 is the continuation of Ethan Winter's story with twists and turns of drastic change to his family. Years of trust broken by the man who had helped save him and his wife, and now stranded in a strange locale with horror at every corner, Ethan must now come to terms with secrets come to surface. See, you're supposed to say, I wrote that after it, so I can go, whoa, you wrote that? But now I already know you wrote that, so I was already known to be impressed. I have a question. Yes. Okay, so the title for Resident Evil 7 in America is Resident Evil 7 Biohazard. Biohazard, Yes. Right. What is that game called in Japan? Biohazard Biohazard 7 7, Resident Resident Evil. Evil. Fucking beautiful. Is it really? I shit you not. Somehow they reincorporated each other's localization titles. Amazing. I was like, in my brain, I was like, how funny it would be if it was that as the subtitle. And that's actually it. No, it is. Yes. (laughs) So it's Biohazard 7, Resident Evil. That's However, incredible. for America, the Resident Evil is capitalized. Like right. Like all caps. Right. In Japan, Biohazard's all caps. But no, still, right. that's hilarious. Right. That's and awesome. I, I think they somehow managed to even get the 7 in there in Biohazard because it's like part of the Z or something. Uh, so like they even, inc- they're getting real fucking creative with their typography. I'm just, that's something to be impressed Whoever's with. at the marketing for Capcom. However, we're, all, we're talking about Resident Evil 7. We need to talk about Resident Evil 8. Sure. Now this game is not, I mean, it's clever, but is it really clear if this is 8? What do you mean? They keep, okay, because when it was announced, it was Village, and then right. they revealed, oh, the 8 is part of Village. Right. But everywhere that this game is released, it's called Resident Evil Village. Right. Steam store page, whenever you look on it online, like, are they just, not, they don't want to be associated with the number eight. Yeah, you don't or, hear I, it called Resident Evil Eight Village. I don't but like. Why not though? I I think the reason is we're getting dangerously close to the double digits. We're gonna start doing away with main number titled. I 
I don't know if I like that because that we've always had like a mainline series that gets the most attention, and then that kind of takes that away to where everything is its own. I don't I know, man. I want to see how they incorporate an X and three eyes into their into their logo. <laughs> I mean, Final Fantasy wears it with fucking pride. I don't see why not. <laughs> Right, Final Fantasy is a whole other beast with many backs, and I don't want to fucking deal with Final Fantasy, not on this episode. I, I don't right. know, but it, when I see Resident Evil 15, it makes me go, holy shit, 15 other games to enjoy, you know? Sure. Like, so let's talk about minimum what, what, 15. Let, let's get yeah. to where we're at. Yes. So like, uh, like the dude said, Resident Evil 8 is literally a direct continuation. Which is the first, a first for Resident I Evil. Yeah, right? That is literally a direct continuation that you have to know what happened You don't in the jump pro game. tags or anything like that. It's literally this direct This is a direct sequel, sequel yeah. as far as Every you can other get game it. has been just there's a character related that's having their own story, but this one you have to know 7 before going in. It does play similar to 7. Yes. Right. But I would well, argue it's smoother than 7. It's uh well because it's more oriented for the updated action they're going to be doing. Yeah, you know let's what I mean? let's. Can we say the gameplay is very similar to four? Okay. Like in its so, in the heart of it. You brought up four first, and I'm glad you did. So it wasn't me. <laughs> but like obviously, when you first saw this game announced, it was like okay, so they're going to use assets that they used to. Okay, they're going to use assets that they made in this game to create the Resident Evil Four remake. So that way it cuts on production time and pretty much you're taking it in the same location. Right. And that's fine. And there's nothing wrong with reusing assets, especially if you do it smart like that, where you can like, yeah. you know, reincorporate it in a different location that's not so obvious. However, maybe not do village castle because it's very similar and it's like, all right, they wanted but, to get So that's for the buck. problem that I had with a major problem I had with Resident Evil 8 uh -huh. is the whole game. Is this big Resident Evil 4 masturbatory reference? There's there's a lot non of RE4 stop. because the attaché case is back. Like you could see them testing out concepts yeah. for what would be Resident Evil 4 remake yeah. in this game. And we have, they the, kinda and we have a similar inventory system. Yeah, it just comes off as like, hey, hey guys, remember Resident Evil 4? Remember how you all liked that? Look, we did it again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It comes off a lot like that, especially with certain locations in the game, which we'll get into more later in detail. But uh, so that, it, I feel like if this was maybe your first entry or if 7 was your first entry into Resident Evil 7, uh -huh. that wouldn't bother you at all. Or you wouldn't even notice that, obviously. No, not at all, no. But as us, who as have all... veterans. As, yes, as Resident Evil experts. X-Stars uh, members. Oh, yeah. Uh, um, of Charlie team. Of ch yeah, we don't talk <laughs> about Charlie team. <laughs> they didn't get uh, as much training as the other it's guys. It's glaringly obvious. Like, it kind of hits you in the face. I, I, I would like to say I do appreciate when the game starts up, you do get an opportunity to see Ethan's story of Seven and how he got there. I, I will say, though, in terms of reusing assets, I thought the castle would be like, okay, they're just going to use the same art style as RE4's castle. It kind of looks different. If anything, sure. I noticed while playing the castle segment that they could be making assets for an RE1 remake because the interior oh, of the castle is very manor-like. Uh -huh. And I was like, they just could have this for whenever, like maybe a flashback, well, some DLC And there's scenario. also a whole manor in the game. Right. So you could just literally do a manor again. So maybe it was four and so, one. So another remake of Resident Evil 1? I mean, I wouldn't be against it. It was a remaster, not a remake. No, that was a remake. Because a, re a remaster is basically taking we the, had the full this engine in, in of the game, previous episode. the original engine of the game, uh -huh. and updating the assets in it. Right. This is a whole new engine, 
whole new gameplay. Res- the Resident Evil One remake was is a whole new engine, really? and it's added. It adds stuff on top of that too. It's a remake. It even restructures the story a bit to add Lisa Trevor in and a whole bunch of stuff. Oh right. So it, there's it's, a completely new area, which is the cemetery. I don't know. Like right. it, it just plays so differently compared to RE2 make. And but see, RE3 that's the make. thing. That's where it's more of like a reimagining or something because it is yeah. a remake. But no, no, it's a re- we we went through this. It's not a remake because it changes it so much that it's a reimagining. Because yeah. it's almost like a a different way of telling the RE2 story just without following the That's exact same thing. Same with 3. But here yeah. in here in v- Village. But here in Village. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Uh, Village I feel since it's a direct continuation of Ethan's story, which again, first person mode. Yep. Right. It fits for Ethan. Of course. That's I'm his perspective. I'm fine with it not being for anyone else. I I personally wanted another protagonist so that we didn't have and it kind of ultimately led to a problem which we can't get into right now but like I didn't want to have another veteran character that we right. oh we're going to keep he's so special we got to keep using him right. I liked him one and done that was his story in 7 and then we could have just had someone else be an 8 but now after playing 8 you could see how integral he is to the story right. and it's kind of the jury still out on whether or not that was worth that right. and we'll go into that on part B <laughs> Uh, honestly, and I and I think I'm on the unpopular side of the of the opinion, uh, at least at this table. Mm-hmm. Um, I'd be perfectly happy with Resident Evil staying first person going forward. I, I, you know what? No, I kind of. I don't hate the first person. I actually think it's really good. It replicates the traditional camera angles to where, like, things would appear off of your camera screen. Mm. Like, the static camera angles, and then something would walk right. in from something you can't see. It replicates that because you can only see your frame of vision, and something can still do that. Right. So, it is traditional, in a way. But after playing already 2 and 3 Remake, it's like, it's still viable both ways. I, I, I agree. So what do we like, do with that? I'm, I'm not saying that I'm giving up on Resident Evil if they don't stick to the first person. I'm just saying, me personally, I find myself, especially with horror games, yeah, much more immersed when it's first person. But see, that comes with its own caveats too. There are two areas of this game that kind of lean into this, where because it's first person, they feel the need to not keep up with certain gameplay elements that Resident Evil is known for, and okay. so they start going to more familiar, popular things that like were indie horrors like to do. And you know sure. exactly where I'm going with that. Yes, but like that kind of stuff gives them the excuse to do that shit now. I and know. It's like, uh, all right, fine. But my point is, so, but, uh, but I, I, the reason I, Resident Evil in particular, the reason I liked the change to first person is because it made it made the desperation feel more palpable to me. You're not an ex-cop. Uh, you're not well, I, that You're is, not right. like a trained soldier. Yeah. It's weird because- You're just this one guy in this area yeah. that you don't know and you're constantly exploring this area and you're in the same position as yep. he is. But that's true for both uh perspectives, even if it's first person or if there's a third person. For me, it's because I have to guide that person in the right. map. There's more of a oh don't touch him, don't touch my avatar kind of thing as opposed to don't touch me. See, I don't have that. Yeah, I'm not yeah. as connected to the character when I'm looking at them. When like I that. get first person, I actually kind of disassociate a bit because I could do things that I can't do in real life, like crouch up, crouch up, crouch <laughs> up, and it just breaks it like that. So it's interesting to see the two different do perspectives. Do more squats. George. I will try. Well, I'm squatting plenty. Thank you very much. Would, oh, would you, uh, would you agree with him? Would you prefer? I never first... agree with him. Sorry. No, go ahead. Wow. So you don't? Okay, the doctor. Fuck I, me then, right? Uh, it was a joke. Jesus, go ahead. So for I would argue maybe the mainline games, the eight, the nine, so on, 
should be first person with a new pro tag or and the and the sideline games the remakes you know the look the this other story over here could be a third person would I, that would that be like a meeting of the minds look so for us yes but for capcom i'm starting to think of it this way why was first person even introduced pt well, no, well, that's that was what made it popular. VR but no, integration? VR integration. Right. And since we're not really doing that anymore, because it's not part of Village's thing, they can't do VR. And they're kind Why of... Why could they? Well, it's just not part of the game. Was it, they're was not it part selling of 7 at launch? No, it's part of... I'm saying Village does not come with VR. Right. But, but what 7 I'm, did. Right. But uh -huh. my, my question is, was 7 a VR game at launch? Yes. Yeah. It was. It okay. had us VR It was support. designed with VR okay, okay, in mind okay. as well. Got like, it. it was a big selling point when Hell, VR was it came out. with that candle for 4D. Yeah, for, for oh, your I extra dimension. That. Fuck yeah. off. I, w I really wonder what that would have smelled like. But it, it like, supposedly, supposedly smells smelled like... like Blood is what I heard. Is what blood I blood and like old house. Yeah. Probably blood orange. I'm not gonna give you a stinky candle. Like, come on. I anyway. mean, that was the idea. Yeah, but what is this? The '90s? Like, come on. And scratch and doing, sniff. Yeah, scratch and oh. sniff shit like that. Yeah. But in any case, what was I saying? But yeah, that was to introduce VR. But we're not doing that for eight. Right. Plus, since RE2 remake came out and RE3 remake, they realize how much profit is made from alternate costumes and stuff that you can buy DLC wise. Sure. And Capcom's gonna be like, well, what do alternate costumes fucking matter if you're first person? I would like to buy alternate costumes for other people. <laughs> I was thinking that too, because dude, how much money would you make you're for gonna DLC tell costumes? Me, for yeah. Yeah. You're gonna tell me people aren't gonna buy alternate costumes for Lady D. No, Come on. I know, but that's Capcom's not that far ahead yet. They haven't seen the shit that the mod community can do, and just they're not on that level. But that's the only reason why I think they wouldn't do first person. Hey, hey, this is Cody from the Robots Don't Age podcast, and you're listening to Fan Freaks. Be sure to follow them on Facebook and Twitter. So. Let's talk about the actual gameplay let's talk mechanics. About the actual game, yeah. Yeah, let's should. talk about the gameplay mechanics of the game. Talk about how it plays, maybe even compare it to seven, because that's the I mean, you can't help but directly compare the two. You are they're intrinsically yeah. tied. Yeah, yeah. You are very like are just flat out the first thing I notice you are faster. Yes. Like considerably, and this is yeah. due to uh military training. Sure. You have a quick turn. Yeah, we have a quick turn in seven. I don't remember a quick yeah. turn in yeah. seven. You needed it for Ethan must die. It was like fucking vital. That one trap would kill you, like unless you. Speaking of Ethan there. must die. Thank God there wasn't no fucking that but, shit here. Um, this felt like Ethan must die in hardcore in Village of the. Well, when we get into those encounters, we'll definitely talk about that. But in terms of gameplay and moving around, yeah. the gunplay is a lot smoother. The gunplay is way smoother. I, tr moving weapons is fast, but Do looks really unrealistic. Like it really because he really it like just cycles. He's using a two-handed weapon, moves to the left, and already has another yeah. hand ready it, with his hand. It literally looks like he's got like a wheel with weapons yeah. attached to him, and he just turns the wheel. <laughs> I was flipping but around. Do you it like the aiming? Is my problem. The aiming? It was kind of like seven. But that's but that's the thing. They're trying to that oh, that was another big thing. They're trying to hybrid a lot of four gameplay with frenetic kind of like fast enemies and you know, rage segments and stuff where you gotta hold out. Sure. But the aiming style is more for seven, which is lined up for missing a lot because you're supposed to place your shots very carefully. <laughs> uh -huh. You know what I mean? It's not as dependable as something that would be I, like four I just didn't feel it was as accurate. Like as seven? No, but it's no, no, still just the same as from itself. Seven. I'm oh. not but I'm it's in trying. an environment that's already forced like speed. Well, yeah. part of that 
and I, I think we can talk about these without it being no, spoilers. I, I'm talking about already forced. No, no, no. Stuff, yeah. Because we can talk about the lichens because they're in the fucking Sure, trailer. that is an enemy type, yes. Okay. Yes. Because yes. by far, the lichens are the most frustrating in the game. I can't believe you spoiled that. <laughs> right. Jesus. I can't believe they brought back Wesker. <laughs> Dude, the Wesker twin fight was fucking nuts. <laughs> but go ahead, sorry. <laughs> Just for the record for everyone, we're being shitheads. Just want to make sure it's uh, that's clarified. Obviously, come on. But I don't know. Well, Bone King brought it up in I think his stream. The lichens are the hunters of now. Yeah. So like mm-hmm. lichens are supposed to be like the base level zombie of this game, mm-hmm. and they're a pain in the fucking ass. Yeah, I. They can't dodge say that. like a motherfucker. Th- it's yep. not only that though, but you it, it, they do dodge, but when you shoot them, they stagger towards you. Oh yeah. So it's not like they stagger and you have a minute yeah. to keep shooting. They keep going, and you're like, dude, what the fuck? I staggered you. Why are you still moving? Well, that's like all of my fights with werewolves are me shooting while moving backwards because you have to. You have to because they're you constantly moving forward. Absolutely have to. But here's also. But I also think that this game pretty much expects you to rely heavily on the shotguns. Right. No, yeah. Well, at least for the lichens. Uh, yeah. But that's because that... <laughs> I don't know about you guys, but for me for the lichens, I had the same the I had the same recipe. Shoot them with the shotgun, then the pistol. Mm-hmm. Shoot them with the shotgun, then the pistol. Right. Like, that's the only way I could get, can I could reliably get cuz you need the shotgun to knock them down and yes. then the pistol to fucking just well, not waste your There's shotgun another anymore. enemy that has this exact same pattern in the Resident Evil series. The, the hunters. hunters. Yeah. Like, so it took me a minute to realize the first enemy they were introducing was not the zombie archetype, but the fucking hunter. Yeah. Super early and giving me a fucking scenario with them that was really annoying. Because in reality, we actually do have several other, uh, or at least two other zombie types, or one other, that are closer to traditional zombies. Right. Right. Two other enemy types, yes. Yeah. They're closer to uh, and they're closer, but they but start they you the off first, yeah. with the lichens. And not only do they start you off with the lichens, and we're not going to go too far into this, but they start you off with a pretty heavy encounter. Many lichens. <laughs> and it's 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 daunting. Like, no, I, it is. If this is your first Resident Evil game, especially, you're going to be like, if that's your first encounter, you're going to be like, is this the whole fucking game? We're going to, yeah. Thankfully, it's not. We're going to, yeah. But it's it's stressful. That first encounter is stressful as you fuck. You know what? Fuck it. We, ha- we should talk about this, especially if it's someone going into the game to sure. at least expect this. Because we didn't expect it. We're yeah. like, are we doing something wrong? Right. Because I was looking around for an exit. And that's not what you're supposed to do. Yeah. So like, so the game. So I think we. I think yeah, it's, it's not fair to talk about this because the do. game does a, ho- a poor job at explaining this. Yes. Very early in your game, in your gameplay, the one of the first encounters you're gonna have is a, is lot a of lichen werewolves. raid. Like I feel like we don't have to go any more than that. It was right. just a lot of werewolves, and you're thinking like, you, do I find a door? Do there I is kill nowhere them all? to run. Nowhere to go. This is literally survive. Yes. Beat the t- beat the invisible timer. That's yes. it. Yes, and I, it's so annoying. Go ahead. I kind of like that. I kind of like that it didn't explain it. I like the fact that it didn't say survive or find the exit or anything. I like the fact that it threw you literally in the deep end and you just kind of have to, oh shit, I got to figure this out because I felt a real immersion there. What the fuck do I do? Especially when but if you, were, you know who shows up. But if you were playing Resident Evil 1 remake, right? And all of a sudden, you were locked into a room, and zombies just kept piling. No, hunters just kept piling in, and it, there was no idea of what you were supposed to do if you were missing a puzzle, and you were just supposed to hold out. That's very not Resident Evil. Like you can handle raids, but you could always this leave is the very room. Resident Evil Four. Though Th- this but, is very Resident Evil Four. Yes. If this segment were also later on in the game, 
where you've got a decent supply of uh, supplies. <laughs> Which does happen as well. Yeah, right, yeah. Right. But in the beginning, you're in, not what, you are if because that's the problem is that you can't go into that fight thinking I'm gonna kill these fucking lichens. You're or, not. or even because I'm gonna hold go- up because you can't. You yeah. need to move. Like yeah. you won't have supplies. You, you have to fucking like. You have to understand that your intention is to run away as much as you can. Right. And mm-hmm. because up there it just says survive. Yeah. And you're like, what the fuck does that mean? Leave? Get something? I don't know. That's what I'm saying. So early on in the game, I feel like it kind of. Uh, puts you in the wrong mindset for how you need to play the rest of the game. We should probably also stipulate or mention that this is hardcore because he didn't. You didn't play hardcore, did you? Neither did he. Oh, so he had, did after. My first playthrough was uh was was regular. Oh, I haven't played this thing on normal, so I assume this segment was way better on normal. No, it's still the pain in the ass on really? casual, on on, re- on regular. Hardcore, I was like, what the fuck yeah, yeah. game? What the? No, fuck? it's still a pain in the ass on regular. I've played it in uh. Standard, casual, and shadow uh, village of village shadows. Village of shadows. You got it. Yes. <laughs> so, and just to, to clear everybody, because last time I talked, I only beat it once. I got up to uh, really close to the end. You're like eighty five percent. I'm like right in the there. hardest difficulty. Yeah. 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 So, um, what else should we mention? I guess. Well, well, there's a cool. Hold on, I want to talk about the guns specifically. Okay. Because we have, we have. You know, uh, Resident Evil staples for our types of guns. Right. We have our pistol. Well, we have a knife. Right. Which is, for the most part, useless in this game. It's extra useless because you can go up to crates, press A, and it breaks them yeah, anyway. Without having so the knife equipped. why do I need this hotkey? Yeah. <laughs> and also, like, at one point, I had so much pistol ammo that my pistol was my box breaker anyway. Yeah. Because it's again, it's the pacing the because you're running, before. so yeah. it's easier to just run towards a box and already have it broken before you get there. Right, because again, this is not like the traditional sense. So you have the useless standard knife. We have our pistols, right? Which uh, in the main game, there's three pistols you can acquire. So okay, because I, I I wonder uh, when I can introduce about uh, weapon progression. Well, it's it's two pistols and a submachine gun. No, but the game. No, no it's the a game pistol. It's just an it automatic pistol. pistol. I don't you, care what you they are say. Correct. That is not a pistol. You no, when you first get it, uh, when you first get it, it is not a submachine gun. You have to upgrade it to that point. I understand that, but that's an actual gun, and it's, it's called a the Scorpion. scorpion. And it's yeah, a no, sure. It's a, it's it uses nine millimeter in real life, just like the yeah. pistols in this game. Also, problem with the pistol. The second one, the M1911, it uses 45 ACP. It doesn't use 9mm. Right. I know. But it's we'll look fucking at you. Resident Evil, my God. I'm sorry the game isn't gun accurate. Resident Evil doesn't have calibers. It Wait, has pistol ammo. That shotgun <laughs> isn't called the Jailbreaker? Are you sure? Chicago typewriter? So, yeah, we start first with the, so L, have- the, the LE something. The LEMA? Oh, the, the, uh, the Lima. Oh, gosh. Whatever. Letta Lima. Oh, Whatever. no, I have it right here. I'm so stupid. There's three pistols. Lemmy. 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 There we Lemmy. go. L-E-M-I. Uh, we have three pistols, three shotguns, uh, one sniper rifle. And a grenade launcher. And a grenade launcher. And another thing. I, I, well, we can say it because it's, it's a staple of Resident Evil. And a magnum. And a magnum. I'd, I'd like to point out something. Yes. This is the second game where... They allow the male character, the male protag, to have a grenade launcher. Oh. Because it was, yeah. Because every other game, the grenade launcher is stereotypically, I guess, at this, I don't know. Well, it only fits female hands. (laughs) That's the rule, right? 
But this one, it's the Thumper, the M79 grenade right. launcher, which I would like to argue is very aesthetically pleasing to me. <laughs> Although the engravings have no, no tactical advantage Fuck whatsoever. you! Fuck you! I was working and trying to get that in because I've been saying it the entire stream. I'm like, all these guns are engraved, but f- unfortunately they provide no tactical they're advantage really, whatsoever. Like, they're really pretty. They're really intricate. Except, I don't know. Okay, once you get to the last two shotgun and pistol, they're they're just pretty standard. Well, anything like, you get from the Duke, they don't yeah. really, yeah. But yeah, like the ones you find in game have like, the shotgun is beautiful. Yeah. It's too bad it... All right, so now we're going to talk about weapon progression. Too okay. bad it's fucking useless... Because every weapon in this game is weaker than the one you just get later on. There's no specialization in these guns. Whereas RE4 has a ton of guns, but they all have their own specializations and things that you can focus on. This game does not. There is some mild specialization in the shotguns. Barely. But the pistols are absolute. Like, you are, at to a certain extent, it is not worth it to fully upgrade anything but the last pistol. So before you play, just keep that in mind. Why? Why? I'm M1911 guy. Well, then that's, yeah, that's, that's personal preference. that's literally you actively nerfing yourself out of personal preference. Because there is no actual tactical advantage to having this yeah. v- different version of the gun. It's the same, just a lesser damage value, which is fucked up. The Scorpion has the same accuracy, more base power, and better fire rate. There's no reason you to You are literally back. choosing the M1911 because it's your preference, which is fine. That's valid. But if all you're looking at is raw numbers and performance, it doesn't make sense to fully upgrade a weapon until you had the last two. Right. And when I noticed that going between like one range of guns to the next, I'm like, I'm just never going to upgrade anything yeah. because it's pointless. It's a waste of money. So don't upgrade unless you really, really need it for a fight. Also, I didn't like the rate of fire of the last shotgun. Why? I prefer the balance of the In mercenaries action. mode, I can tell you that rate of fire sucks when you first get it. The, the last I've shotgun? I played it in, re- in re- mercenaries mode, and it's it, great. You could mash the, the thing for, like, four times between each shot. Like, it, it takes a second. It's not hair trigger. It's actually pretty long. Oh, so you guys don't know this. Uh, Only keep one bullet in any of your shotguns. Why? In all of the shotguns, it's faster to shoot, reload, shoot, reload, shoot, reload than to actually cock the... Uh, what? Yeah. Why? Uh, the, the reload animation is faster than cocking the next shot. Since we're talking about frame canceling, <laughs> I might as well throw this one in. You can also heal cancel, yes. where if you're healing, just press the guard immediately right. afterward, and it stops the animation. You still but you still heal. heal, yeah. Yeah. So there's but little yeah, tricks. So it's, it's, uh, it's 100% faster to just reload in between shots. Anything else we should mention? Wow, for you, we're all sport? counting frames here. Like Capcom doesn't make Street Fighter. Well, you try. To- <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ! No, I've actually I've been uh, uh I've been keeping track of the speedrunning community for Resident Evil Eight. So far, what? Oh. It's an hour forty. Uh, I don't know what. So the thing is that we uh the categories haven't been decided yet. The categories won't be decided until the twenty second of this month. So there's no like official uh categories yet. Mm. Uh, but the speed, the the category that I've been following, which is going to be a big one, I think, is going to be Village of Shadows New Game, which is where you don't start a New Game Plus. You just go into it. Which raw. I, okay, I was going to go into it because I played my first playthrough Madhouse, so I was like, let's do Village of Shadows. But everyone kept telling me this is New Game Plus. You will not make it on just your first game, and I'm like, all right, fine. So then I beat the game, and then I went through it right. again on New Game Plus, and I'm like. I maybe could have done this. Maybe not the first raid, because that was just hard no matter what. But I feel like I could have beaten the I game. I mean, to be fair, so watching like the 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 the, the speedrunners, 
I mean, they're doing very specific things that they've only figured out to do uh-huh. because they're analyzing the code in the game. So they're okay. using uh, they're using something called Cheat Engine, which, oh, yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. can be used to cheat in a game, yeah. but it also shows you code as it's being updated in-game. So they figured out which code pertains to boss HP, so they could figure out exactly how much damage you're doing to a boss in certain phases with certain weapons right, they at have certain a points in their animation. Yeah. Uh, so, like, right now, the first boss fight is down to, like, I think two and a half minutes in Village of Shadows. Interesting. All right. Well, but it's, again, it's very specific, like, power uh, rounds that you have to take. the question well, about what we'll, is we'll, considered the yeah, first boss. Well, yeah, we can get more yeah. into what is timed in the specifics of the game when we sure. get into our spoiler talk. I think we pretty much covered most things. Well, I, I, wanna just, I also just want to talk about, just in general... Okay. What is, how do you feel about Resident Evil 8? Just a spoiler-free... I like 7 more, but this is a solid B rank, if I were to put it in a tier like list. Like in a tier list? Oh, uh, so I'm, I feel really weird on this game. Like, I enjoy this game a lot, but it's not what I was looking for, and I'm kind of disappointed that I didn't get more 7. Right. But at the same time, it was a good game, so I'm in this weird world. So if you, you know what, if you're not a weird veteran that wants the classic shit, you'll love this game. Never mind me then. <laughs> I don't feel like this is a spoiler. I'm pretty sure the trailers kind of give you this idea. Uh-huh. Uh This game tends to lean more towards supernatural horror versus scientific horror. Yeah, yeah. Which kind of kills it for me a little bit as a I resident. Well. If this wasn't a Resident Evil game, I'd have no problems with that. Mm. But one of the things I look for from Resident Evil is scientific horror. Well, even seven, which even though better. seven wasn't like set in like an underground facility or a mansion that's a base or whatever, it totally does. No, I mean, a, <laughs> I mean, it's a, as a cover for an underground science like. No, man. It's a secret no, lab. Under- no, no, they, no, 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 no. Dude, no, it was a it. reference to the first game for a reason. No, no, no. Like, we'll talk about that in a second. Sure. But it's not like, you know, there's no... the the, You know what I mean, though. Yeah, yeah. The, the science horror is not there. This is definitely much more supernatural horror, mm. which takes away a little bit of the enjoyment for me. I agree with you, because I actually think because, 7 handled that better. Because even in me. 7, where it starts off as, like, you could argue, like, uh, rural horror. Right. You know, fucking the hills have eyes and shit. Texas Chainsaw Massacre. You uncover the science horror element. And that's what I thought would happen here. And it's not the case. it's not the case. And so for me, that's why I'm with the dude. I enjoyed seven more, but I still had fun playing this game. You're with me as well because that's exactly what I said. That's fair. Right, but I'm the only one giving it a rank. I would tier it the same. I also put it in a a B tier, maybe even S tier. Wait. Are we yes. doing? No, I mean A tier. Oh, I was like, oh, because I did enjoy. It. I mean, shit, I've played the game four times. It's a great <laughs> game, but I really, even on my second playthrough, I'm finding myself getting diminishing returns. Yeah, I don't enjoy the second playthrough as much as I do a second playthrough of another. So game, it's you know, I've had the reason that I I enjoy this my second and third playthroughs more is because. Having unlimited ammo for a particular weapon is very fun. No, and yeah, I'm doing the same. It's just going through certain segments, which we'll bring up. I'm yeah. like, I'm not sure I'm having fun with this right now. But that's it for preliminary. Yeah. So that's, 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 yeah. Wait, wait. Oh, should, Go ahead. should we, what? What's should that? we say one out of 10? Like, is it a must play? Well, I feel like I the, give it a solid eight out of 10. I it's know a seven it's seven for me. I know it's 
a joke to say eight out of ten for Resident Evil Eight. I mean, IGN did it too. No, I, which I, they also gave Resident Evil now, Seven seven out of ten. Funny enough, so I had a discussion with our friend uh, Ken Mima, mm-hmm. and when I said when I gave it a seven, he's like, "Oh, that's a really low score." I'm like, I want to be clear with you. When I give a game a five, that is an average game. Right. That is not a game I hated playing. That is just a game that didn't leave any impact on me. So a five is not a bad score. It's numbers, not percentages. Yeah. You know, so when I give something a five, with that understanding in mind, I am giving this a seven. It was still a good game. It just I didn't give me that feeling that seven gave me. I, I personally want to give it a B plus, if not into A, because it is a very good game. But it's one of those games where I feel like it's a lot more fun the first time you go through it. And then when you start playing it more, you start filling out the nooks and crannies and there's not as would many you, nooks and crannies. Would you tier it? I, I, B. I said it. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. B, B plus. B plus. So it's an eight. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't care about the joke. I don't give a fuck. It's, <laughs> it, look, that's what I played and that's how I feel, as conflicted as I was. Yep. So, so I mean... So that's it for our spoiler-free review of Resident Evil 8. So if you haven't played the game, stop here and do not listen to episode 91, part B. Go play the game, then come back and, and tune in for our full in-depth review of the characters, the story, all the, the, the good stuff. Or if you just don't care about playing it and spoiling it, people are like that. Yeah, that's true, go too. Go ahead. Listen. Or if you don't care about spoilers, go ahead and check Listen, out Part B. Make sure We're you load voice. the same save file so you could get into Scenario B. Uh-huh. <laughs> We're a voice, not a cop. We can't stop you. That's right. <laughs> but uh, So that is it for this part of the episode. Make sure you check us out on Facebook and on Twitter at F-A-N-F-R-E-E-K-S. And you can also yell at us at our respective social medias. Yes, indeedy. On my social media, I'm also known as Bone King TV on Twitter and Twitch. I'm Adri- at Adrian Doodliness on Twitter. And I am at Dr. Dr. Rude MD. Yeah, mine's special. You don't need an app for mine, apparently. <laughs> I, I just completely forgot. You know, oh, just, that's on Twitter, just for the record. You, I, know. you know, just to piggyback off your thing of we're a voice, not a cop. What if we aren't real? What? Well, look, no, we're real. Look, I can see you right there. We're just here, just talking to our audience, trying to get them to... Do I look like a podcast host to you? We're just trying to get them to wake up. On that note, wake up. Wake up. Wake up. (laughs) You have to let me go. It wasn't your fault. You have to wake up. But thank you guys so much for listening. And we want to give some shout outs to some freaks that we know listen in every week. Mm. Uh, I want to give a shout out to my hunt peeps, Justin, Jeff, Scott, Thank you guys so much for listening. My D&D people, uh, Chris and uh, and Jason, thank you guys so much. My sister, Cheyenne, Dante, any other freaks who are listening in, thank you guys. Really, it means so much to us. Uh, the Robot Stone Age crew, CJ, uh, Cody, uh, Kehlani, uh, can I snipe Lindsay from you? Oh, by all means. Why don't we all shout encouraged. out for her? Sure. Yeah, yeah Lindsay like- misleading absolutely Lindsay. thank you guys thank you so much not only like you're clearly so attentive to the show it's yeah. really awesome thank you so much it means a lot I'm, and, I, and while i'm on that note i'm also going to go ahead and snipe beefy and tara what's up guys sure sure oh. <laughs> i'd like to also mention Lindsay's pretty much like my manager cool like she's helped me find some acting gigs and she's That's she's awesome. really helpful i'm just so seriously we really appreciate you Lindsay. Um, all right, so moving on to my list. Uh, Von Condersmite, Beefy Sumo, Squinty, Screechy Kai, Lindsay Misleading, again, Azumi Chenmaru, CJ to DJ, and Bugal. 
All right, everyone. See you in scenario B. You know, fucking CJ hates Silent Hill 3, and I have really big problems with that. So does Boogie. <gasps> Boogie, Boogie says Silent Yeah, but Hill CJ 3. says 4 is better than 3, and I cannot stand that. I'm, it's different. <laughs> Half it's the different. game is a fucking... Uh, I defended it, of course. I, it's <laughs> different. It's a different game. <laughs>